Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. All right, all right. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. I think this is going to be one you're interested in. Spent the last week thinking about the show and wondering, you know, I um, the 401 podcast, the f- last two podcasts, been a little aggressive and kind of frustrated. And then it dawned, it dawned on me, as I mentioned in the last podcast, that I really needed to focus in, hone on some of these elements that actually create your best life. And one of, one of the biggest ones, one of the major driving forces behind our success and, and waking up excited and energized about our life is is happiness, right? We everybody, well, you know, people say, I just want to be happy, right? All right, so here's the question. Are you happy? How do you feel at this very moment? How do you feel inside about how you're doing chances are you don't have a smile on your face in fact if you're listening to this podcast or the fact that you're listening to this podcast there's a good chance you might be in the process of searching for more happiness and there's the fallacy in it all now i'm an expert in this i'm an expert in happiness because i've been happy i've been sad most of my life it's this ever never-ending cycle of happiness and sadness and unlike most people my my lows are really low and my highs are extremely high but here's the problem that we have maybe happiness maybe the desire to be happy is not the benchmark for making the decisions we do and in fact i'm going to tell you right now by the time we get done with this podcast you're going to actually be able to see if I do my job that is you're gonna be able to see why happiness is probably the one thing you don't want to be considering when you actually are making choices in your life for those of you who don't know my wife and I um, in 2011 my dad died and it sent my life into a tailspin there I am I'm working at the federal prison I've got this big house and all this yard work and I definitely wasn't happy and there wasn't anything in my life that was making me happy so it was time for a change and I didn't know what that looked like I looked like I looked at sailing I just wanted to escape right so I looked at buying a sailboat maybe a catamaran and start traveling get rid of all this stuff we had because we definitely weren't happy right well, after four or five years of research, we settled on RVs, and, and in 2016, we bought us a luxury fifth wheel. It has a washer-dryer. It's basically an apartment on wheels, and we've been, we've been traveling around the country ever since. We have no debt, um, but what was ironic about it was we, we would spend time in amazing places, like we spent a month in Bar Harbor, Maine, and we've Destin, Florida, Perdido Key, Florida, Arizona twice. We've been all over the country, right? And we would sit and talk at we, as we get to the end of our stay and like rolling into Destin, Florida. We would walk out of our RV and 100 yards across the RV park was the ocean. It was amazing. I'd go out every day. I'd do yoga on the beach and I'd be running and, you know, just just enjoying myself, having fun. But what's funny about it is by the end of our stay, we weren't still sitting on top of the world like we were when we when we first showed up. 
And the same is true for the fifth wheel. When we first got the fifth wheel, our bit brand new rig, oh my goodness, and the big one-ton truck to pull it. Oh yeah, I'm feeling all big in my britches about how amazing it is to own this, this equipment, right? How happy we were to have made this choice. And unfortunately, six years in, yeah, I, I still appreciate my RV, and it does provide a certain level of contentment, but I'm certainly not walking around with a smile on my face because I own it. And the point I'm making here is, I think happiness is the wrong gauge for success in life. And the sad part is, is happiness is what corporate America is selling to us, and This far into the game in 2022, where they reach out to you about every two seconds on your phone selling you happiness, it's pretty hard to escape that as your model for success. And the other side of this is, and this is what we don't realize, while we pursue happiness as long as we consider to pursue happiness from the standard that's been set for us, that is, to buy the things that make us happy, We actually create a trap for ourselves where it almost becomes impossible to escape what we create. And instead of finding happiness in what we do, we we resign ourselves to actually having to accept it. And when we accept our circumstances, it's less likely we will change anything about them. And I'm going to bring that point to you. Let me draw this around to how your resources come into play with your happiness. All right, here's a question for you. Why don't you own a horse? And more than that, have you ever thought about why you're able to jump on an airplane and fly across the country in, what, three hours, four hours, whatever it takes? The reason those those elements exist. The reason you drive a vehicle instead of ride a horse and the reason you just accept the fact that you can travel across the country in an airplane is because someone wasn't happy with where they are. And there was, I mean, if you think about the concept of happy, well, I just want to be happy. Those are examples of why it's so catastrophic for most people to base our choices simply on happiness. Happiness is a fleeting emotion. Happiness is a feeling just like sadness and anything else. It, it jumps on us. We wear it for a little while and it, it fades. Just like a wave rolling out to the ocean. It's there and then it's gone, right? The point, reason I'm saying this is because this is why we can't seem to find contentment. And the sad part about it is, and this is where we kind of get screwed up here, and I think this is the point I've been making when I say, why are you in debt? Why do you own a house? Why do you mow a lawn, right? And, and, and I apologize for attacking what is basically most people's way of life. I'm, I mean, obviously, that's the reason I don't have the following I do, is because people don't want to hear me say, hey, your life's, your choices suck, so I sat back and I'm thinking about it. I'm saying, well, the, the reason that we're not finding the contentment and the reason that for most, for the most part, most people, no matter what we have, we want something else. It's because when it comes down to it, that's our nature. Just like the universe, just like everything around us that we don't have any control over, I think it's built into us to want more. No matter what we have, we want more. 
Manufacturers know this. Uh, corporations know this. That's why there's the Xbox one, two, three, four. There's the iPhone one, two, three, four, five, six. There we they've been making cars every year since they started manufacturing cars, and every vehicle, everything that they manufacture is built around a story of how happy we're going to be. Take a look at the real estate commercials, the insurance commercials. Everything is based on the fact that, you know what, I know you want to be happy. And because this culture has been so ingrained in us, it's really hard for us to step back and say, okay, all right, I I got the house, I got the car, but I I think a boat would really make me happy, right? And therein lies the trap, there's a there's a built-in trap to this. And I don't I'm not saying that you shouldn't be happy. I'm just saying that the process that we're in when it comes to how we how we pursue happiness is probably the worst method we could use to actually achieve it. Let's talk about the trap. Mm, the trap. What is the trap? The happiness trap. (laughs) Well, think about it. How many big choices can you make right now? As you're sitting here listening to this, think about big choices, things that will make you happy. The reason that you're not able to say, hey, listen, I think I'm just going to go ahead and quit my job and we're going to go overseas and spend six months in Portugal is because the choices you've made thus far designed on your happiness limit that. You have, the, you have the house, you have the car, you have the debt, you have that long list of obligations, right? And I've already mentioned that happiness is a fleeting emotion. You're not, you're not, no, one, no one walks around happy every day. And this is where the acceptance comes in. If you can't change your current conditions, the only other option you have is to accept them. And this is a reality I learned from inmates in federal prison. There I am. I'm, I'm angry. My dad's gone. I have this big house. I spend a lot of time doing things I truly don't enjoy. I'm having conversations with federal inmates, and I can't believe it. I'm actually, I'm actually pissed off because here these guys are. They're walking to lunch, and they're just yucking it up and having a good time. And I'm asking them, like, how are you doing it? How do you do it? How do you wake up every day and you have as much fun as you do? And I'm looking at the people who work here and we're all miserable, right? And no matter what inmate I talk to and no matter how much time they had to serve, the conversation always came around to the same thing. They say, boss, you know, we just, you got to accept it. You accept where you are, especially when you don't have the ability to change it. And you call it happiness, and, and, and that's what it is, but it's actually just acceptance. It's finding contentment in where you are and accepting that this is where you're going to be. This is how your life is going to progress. And until something changes, until you have the opportunity to change something, you just kind of got to roll with it, right? If you're wondering, well, what does that have to do with me? Well, think about it. Once you're in debt, that is, once... All of the money that you earn every day is consumed in the objects, the things you purchase. Your choices become severely limited. 
and the only option you have is to earn more money, at which point you can go out and make big choices again that will provide you with that burst of happiness, that, that charge that you get when you get a new car. And then the other aspect of that, of that trap is time. How much time and energy do you actually have left at the end of each day right now? And so when I come along, I say, well, you know, I, don't, I think your life sucks. The first thing most people say, screw you. My life doesn't suck. I'm, I'm happy. But I think happy is the wrong word. I think you could, might be able to call it contentment, if, if that, or acceptance. But we're certainly not walking around happy about the, lie, about the choices we've made. Not in the true sense of happiness, right? We've accepted where we are. We realize that until something drastic changes, I win the lottery, right? Because there's the other example that we need to bring up in this point. If our choices are truly making us happy, why do we want more? And that's, that's kind of what's ironic about RV life, right? You only have so much space. And I learned early on that it's important that the things in your life that you use them, that you value them, that they take your life in a direction that adds inspiration and energy to your life, gives you a reason to wake up every day and energizes you. How many things do you have in your life right now that are not doing that? I'm sure you have boxes and boxes of stuff in your garage, in your basement, in your attic, you got clothes you just had to have and tools and toys you just had to have, right? And you can be assured when you went out and you bought them, you were happy about it. Oh, man, I got a new, hey, dude, what's up? You want to go quad and I just got my new four-wheeler, right? And if, if, if what you've chosen is truly connected to who you are, then it doesn't matter how much time passes. You get excited about the fact that you're rolling out there. You're doing your thing. You dig that four-wheeler. You, you dig that new $600 fly rod and those waders and all that stuff, and you're using it every day. And that's the reality that, that shrinking your life down to the point that you have to evaluate every choice you make, that is the benefit, right? And it's when you do that that you're best able to avoid the trap. Now, the question is, where do you start? Because that's the big issue I keep running into when I talk to people about happiness in your best life. How do I get this ball rolling? I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Maybe I'm not as content as I should be if I'm actually being honest with myself. But how do you get the ball rolling? <laughs> Stick around, I'm going to tell you. All right, so let's go ahead and dig into what what this entails. All right, first and foremost, you're never going to be happy. You, I don't forget about it, or at least you're never going to be happy in the long term. No matter what you have, you will have it, you will enjoy it, you will find inspiration and happiness in it for a while, but eventually that happiness will will diminish. You're not going to walk around with a big grin on your face, with one exception. When we make choices based solely on happiness, on the idea that we get that burst of energy that comes with anything new, anything exciting, anything different, the key element is, in in its longevity, is its connection to ourselves, right? 
had a conversation with my wife Sandy last night. We're talking about the podcast, and and I'm coming up out of a pit. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm coming up out of a pit. I would have been high for for a few days, running, rolling large on a lot of things I'm doing. I drop off into the pit, and I'm coming back up. And we're talking about talking about inspiration and happiness. The way you can tell if the things you're choosing are a good fit is if when you drop off the pit and you're not driven or you're not motivated strictly because of how you feel emotionally, if you're not happy, right? You're, you're, you're getting up and you're doing it again because you value it, because you do strive to be better at it. You enjoy the experience. You, you know you can be better at it and, and you just can't let it go. I guarantee you, there have been times in the last three years when I have actually said, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit going to the park. I'm going to quit working out. Screw the podcast. I don't, I'm getting off of Facebook. I'm not doing TikTok anymore. I'm not writing another book. I don't even care about it. No one wants to read my book. And guess what? Here I am. I'm sitting right back in the same chair as I was the day that I said that. The day I climbed out of that chair, I said, I'm not doing it anymore. You know why? It's because of the connection to who I am and that overall sense of contentment and the fact that I'm going to figure this out. I love the challenge of winning. Now, is it possible that as soon as I figure this whole thing out, as soon as I get it all figured out that I might walk away to something bigger and better I don't know it may be because my history I will learn something learn something figure out how to do something and then figure out eh, it's not quite what I want and I move along what does this have to do with you let's bring it back around I don't care whether you own a house I don't even care whether you're in debt The only thing that matters is how does it feel and how inspired are you by the things that you have and the things you have to do to maintain the life you're living? How does it feel? Now, here's some key points here, and I want to bring this to your attention because I want you to think about it in a new light. The truth is, if you're happiness, if you're happy, if you find true contentment in your life, you're not moving forward. And the truth is, just like the universe, we are not designed to ever find complete and total contentment. Even now, I want more. I want another book. I want to do things I haven't done. There are things I want to learn that I have yet to start, right? And if you think about how you feel at this very moment, there's the same way. You have something in the back of your mind that you wish you could do. The key here is figuring out why you want that. Now, this is where the dynamic gets kind of crooked because if you're not motivated by the right choice by the, or by the right source, you're not going to be able to escape the cycle that you're already in. And if you have extra resources like money or time or energy and you don't make that right choice, guess what happens? It turns into, it goes down the same path as a lot of the choices you're already making. Example, all those boxes in your garage, all those clothes you had to have, all those shoes you couldn't live without, right? That's where we contribute to our own trap. 
Because as we get older, we are not as energized. As we spend money and we commit ourselves to more things that are mediocre at best or connected to ideas outside ourselves, like we, oh man, I know I got a PS3, but oh, it would be so much cooler if I had a PS4. I've got the GoPro 5, but man, can you imagine if I had the GoPro 10? So you spend that money, and that's less resources to make choices with. And then you discover, well, GoPro 7, GoPro 10, GoPro 5. It's basically a camera, right? The truth we have to face if we want to start living our best life is that it's only until we learn who we are in the inside and we're honest with ourselves. I think happiness is an escape. It's, the, it's a distraction, just like our phone, just like social media, anything else. It's the excuse. It's the, it's the goal because it feels so good. I mean, relationships are another prime example. I don't care who you are. When you first meet someone, you're hot and heavy, can't get enough of them, can't wait for them to call. Hey, what you doing? No, you say goodbye. No, you say goodbye first. No, you say, love you, love you. I, chances are you're not still rolling like that. You have an appreciation for the person you're sharing your life with, right? But the key is no matter where we are, that's not where we're supposed to stay because just like the universe, we are designed to move forward and to grow and to become bigger and better. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the airplane. Otherwise, cavemen wouldn't have invented the wheel, right? You know, they, all these famous uh, Einstein, you know, it's just it's just thing. There has to be more to it, and we're designed to do that. I suggest you accept that. What I would caution you in is don't let happiness drive that. Let desire drive that. Let motivation drive that. Let the energy that you draw from that choice drive your choices you know i i look back at it and i think to myself is this making sense and it does the reason i continue to push forward is because i'm not content it's not that i don't appreciate what i have around me but i look at the world and it's just so big and there are so many options and when you think about it you do that every day right you go out into the world you go work and Inevitably, you will bring something home with you. You will make some sort of purchase or engage in some activity that stimulates some sense of happiness, right? You know, if it's simple, well, you pull into the Seven Eleven or the Quick Stop, and you fuel up your truck, and then you decide, you tell yourself, "Well, I, I shouldn't get it. I shouldn't go in there. I don't need to spend money. I spend too much money when I go in the RV or into the in the uh, convenience store." And then the next thing you know, there you are, got a Mountain Dew and two packages of donuts. Right? Come back out. How do you feel? And this is the same thing with everything in our life. We. We reach that level plane where we've accepted where we are, but we're not getting that 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 boost of happiness, right? So what do we do? You, hey, let's go to Home Depot, look around. Next thing you know, you come home with some gnomes. So you can put them in your garden and you're happy. You're like, oh, those look good. And then the level of happiness drops off. And the next thing you know, you're like, hey, you want to go to the mall? And you, you have 800 pairs of shoes in your in your closet, but these are the ones, this all comes down to the fact that the whole story around what success is and what our lives should look like includes the 
the the standard of happiness. You know, you got to be happy, and this will make you happy. Instead of doing that, how about this? Take a look at everything in your life and evaluate from the standpoint of the energy that it delivers to you, right? When I sat down here today doing this podcast, my energy level was low. And as I get through this and I realize, you know what? I'm just going to continue because eventually the message will mold itself into what it has to be. Will I ever be completely happy with any one of these? Probably not. But I find contentment and I find energy in the fact that, you know, at some point, someone's going to hear it. Someone's going to listen to what I have to say and they're going, you know, you're right. I, I'm, I've accepted my life. And as long as I keep my choices to a minimum so that I still have an abundance of time, an abundance of money, I can continue to seek opportunities that allow me to grow. And when, it's, when you're growing, based on the energy you get from the things you do, that's where contentment comes in. That is the, that's the energy of life. Successful people aren't successful because they walk around happy all the time. Successful people are happy because they draw energy from the challenges they face. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but the truth is you will never you will never be happy. Because if you were, you wouldn't go to the store and buy things. You wouldn't sit and look at the TV or watch the internet and say, wow, I wish I had that. I don't think it's possible. I think we can we get doses of happiness just like we get doses of sadness and contentment. But there's we're not designed to ever be truly content. And I think that's the lie that's been fed to us to the point that we end up with these lives that are full of stuff that we don't need, that we that didn't did very little for us in the way of energize us and add value to our life. And the reason we run out every day and we collect these these trinkets is because of the feeling that we get in the moment. By the time we left Destin, Florida, I was not all excited about the ocean anymore. I was ready for Bar Harbor, Maine. I was ready for Colorado. I was ready for Yuma, Arizona, Mesa, Arizona. I was ready to hit the road because that's how we're designed. Now, the ticket is to understand how to get connected to that, to your inner self. So, if, you, if you've kind of gotten an idea, if you, if you kind of like what I'm doing, next week we're going to talk about making that connection to ourselves. How to actually reconnect with who we are so we can actually start making choices that don't make us happy, that energize us, that get us excited about waking up in the morning, that make every burden we face, the challenges we are trying to achieve and trying to overcome, deliver the life we actually want to live, the life that actually inspires us. So that's my goal. Hey, listen, I I hope I've done a better job this time. I'm going to stop yelling at you, I promise. It's, this has been kind of a, it's been a journey for me. I hope you'll stick around. I hope you'll tune in next week. Please do me a favor, share, check it out. If this isn't your thing, go check out the TikTok channel and the RV Survival Guy, um, the RV Survival Guy podcast. I'm all over the place. Um, I'm not doing it because I make a million dollars. I'm doing it because... When I think about it, I truly believe that I'm not supposed to be here. And the reason that I am is because there is a better way to live your life. 
Do I have all the answers? No. But I think together we can figure it out. So wake up every day excited. Wake up every day energized. Try and create openings in your life, in your schedule, where you can make choices and test the water. You can take a nibble of this and a nibble of that from life. And you, more than that, spend time with yourself and ask yourself questions about who you truly are and what inspires you. Hey, until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined.